the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, the media. To watch the ongoing media propaganda. It's like watching Pravda. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. We needed to speak up as a church about some of these issues that we're facing in the nation. Because heterosexuality is God's good intention and design. Parents are a little bit too complacent sometimes about, oh, how bad could it be? It's very bad. It's bigger than most people realize. And it's basically sexualizing children is what it is. Because you can't be truly conservative and be advocating for so-called rights on the basis of what God says is a sin. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I am Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles on WorldNetDaily, WND.com, where I am a regular columnist, also on LifeSiteNews.com, BarbWire.com, and elsewhere out on the web. And be sure to order my book, written especially for teens, now in its second edition, Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality. And you can learn more right on our website at MissionAmerica.com. Today, before I get into the issues I want to cover, and there are always so many, I just want to pause for a moment and give praise to our gracious and almighty God for his goodness and mercy and everlasting truth. You know, so many things are happening in America, and as God looks down on us, he may be losing patience with us in so many ways. As he watches us squander his many, many blessings on this country, dive into the sin that seems to consume so many, and is destroying unborn children and the lives of many other people. But he is long-suffering and patient, and I am so glad. We should all be so glad that he is, folks. I am so glad he drew me to him all those years ago, forgave me of my many, many sins, and put me on a new path as a new creation in him, which he does for everyone who comes to salvation and belief in Jesus Christ. That can happen to any of you as well if you have not yet put your faith in Jesus Christ, our living and risen Savior. So isn't it time to do that if you haven't done that? He is good all the time. He is our good and gracious Savior. And he is real and living. 
This is not just an idea in your head, a real living presence. He will change your heart and your life. And so that brings me around to one of the first main things I want to talk about today. Kids who have trouble in their hearts and lives, trouble at home, stresses and anxieties and internal worries and fears and impulses that they have not figured out how to overcome and handle, and no one has helped them do that, who have not yet changed, although Jesus is always available for kids, for teens, as well as adults, to help them along that journey. But we adults should be showing them the way to Jesus, showing them the way to health and longevity and high productivity, happy, stable, wholesome lives, peace in their souls. But instead, what are we doing? What is being taught in our schools, in our culture, in our families, to our kids? We taxpayers are allowing a generation to learn outright lies in these schools we're paying for, whether your kids go there or not, lies that are ruining kids' lives and creating citizens of questionable character for the future. This impacts all of us, friends. We definitely need to have a heart for the specific kids involved, but it impacts our country, the stability of our future. If we have people who are personally decadent and lost, these are not citizens who form the backbone of a strong nation. Many kids are already very troubled. They come from troubled backgrounds. They are the most vulnerable to the lies, the harmful risky behaviors that are being encouraged, not simply tolerated, encouraged in our schools, instead of guiding them away from sin, from conduct that can damage them sometimes for life, not always, some of this can be overcome, but sometimes it's permanent. Instead of guiding them away, these behaviors are being defended as so-called rights. And where are the Christians? Folks, who is speaking up and saying these are huge lies? We don't want them in our own children's lives. They don't belong in any of our precious children's lives. Well, I know some of you are speaking up and we need to keep making people aware. So here, let me get to the news about the content of an article that I wrote. And it's all over the internet now in various forms with news that should be covered by the major media outlets. It should be headlines everywhere. And here it is. We know why it's not headlines. You'll know in a second. It's that the promotion of homosexuality and gender confusion to our kids and upholding these as behaviors that are supposedly inborn, that people have a right to, we have no right to question, and kids should explore these behaviors. This is what most schools are teaching in some form or other now. The promotion of homosexuality is creating exactly what many of us have been warning about and predicting sadly, heartbreakingly, Four years, and here it is. Now we have the numbers. Homosexuality is increasing among our kids, and a major new federal study shows us where this is going. The Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, does a study of high schoolers every two years, and the results were just released for their study that was conducted during the 2017 year. 
This survey covered 9th through 12th graders, the surveys that were given to them, in 39 states, 21 large urban school districts. Almost 15,000 questionnaires were completed in 144 schools. So it's a pretty good representation of what's going on with kids across the nation. And here's what they found. In 2017, according to these results, almost 15%, 14.6% to be precise, of teens labeled themselves gay, lesbian, bisexual, or unsure or questioning. In 2015, two years before that, that figure was 11.2%. We've gone from 11.2% to 15, almost 15%, 14 14.6%. It's rising and it's rising quickly. And here's how they know that from this survey. The survey asks students to check a box about what best describes them, heterosexual, gay, lesbian, bisexual, or unsure. Those were the labels put on the categories they were to check. The transgender label was not part of any of this, and I'm sure it's going to be in the future, but it was not at this point. We've got enough bad news to deal with here without dealing with that as well. Teens were then quizzed about six categories of uh, risky behaviors, sexual behaviors, behavior that is involved in violence, their dietary habits, substance use, physical activity, um, things, uh, mental health issues, and so on. And then the survey researchers compared the responses of the kids in the gay, lesbian, bisexual, or unsure category to the rest of the kids, the bulk of kids that labeled themselves heterosexual. So it's the non-heterosexual category versus the heterosexual to see how the different groups fare on all these risky behaviors. Just like in the previous survey in 2015, this 2017 survey showed the gay, lesbian, bisexual, and unsure self-labeled kids scored higher on a whole range of issues. They were more likely to have drunk alcohol even before age 13, to be current cigarette smokers, to drive a car after drinking alcohol, to not wear a seatbelt when riding in a car driven by somebody else, to ride with a driver who'd been drinking alcohol. They were more likely to use marijuana and other drugs, to carry a weapon on school property, to be threatened with a weapon, or to have been in a fight on school property. And on the sexual issues, these gay, lesbian, bisexual, and unsure students were much more likely than their heterosexual self-labeled peers to be sexually active at the present time, to have had sex before age 13. I'll talk more about this if I get time later, to have had sex with four or more partners already, to have experienced sexual violence in a relationship or physical violence that was non-sexual. These kids were much more likely to have had sexual intercourse. The homosexual, bisexual, and questioning students answered yes 76.8% of the time compared to the heterosexual students who said yes to that question about having had sexual intercourse 39% of them. They reported more victimization, uh, a higher incidence of being bullied electronically or on school property, and not going to school because of concerns about safety. They're much more likely to have considered or even attempted suicide. 
they are much more likely, again, uh, reports from this survey, to spend three hours or more a day either on video games or computer games or watching television. They're also more likely to report being overweight. So what do you get out of this? And there's a whole range of other isolated head scratchers. You know, why are these kids doing this? For instance, on a question about whether a student had ever driven a vehicle after smoking marijuana, 12.2% of the heterosexual labeled kids said yes, but 42.2% of the gay, lesbian, bisexual, or unsure self-labeled students said yes to that question. The trend here is toward decidedly self-destructive, reckless, and experimental choices. I mean, there's no other way to look at this. These are kids who are very unstable, very experimental, and obviously there's not much guidance of inequality coming from home if that's what's going on with them. You can say, okay, what does this mean? What does this mean? Does this mean, am I saying that kids who label themselves gay, lesbian, bisexual, or questioning, and so they're trying some of this, uh, these sexual behaviors uh, and this identity, uh, does that mean that these other risky behaviors are caused by labeling yourself or identifying as gay, lesbian, bisexual, or unsure? Well, not necessarily some of these behaviors are a byproduct of being part of that lifestyle or that uh, that identity and circulating among others who have those attractions and yes then people are you're going to be drawn into more likely to be drawn into or you draw others into um, experimental sexual behavior along those lines uh, none of which is healthy then none of this is a good path to be on but there are other factors here going on these are kids who are unhappy this screams with a huge red flag, flashing red light, I have problems in my life. And what should adults be doing? Not affirming those problems. They should be helping, not hurting and making the problem worse by calling it rights or calling it positive or calling it inborn. These are That's a hopeless message to a child who's feeling these attractions for whatever reason. It is quite likely that the question being answered about having had sex before age 13 reflects molestation. If not molestation, many of these kids are growing up in unsupervised situations or in highly sexualized homes where parents are acting out in ways that no kids should be observing or being uh, a party to, and they think of that's the, their new normal. Well, it's not normal to be in a household with parents who are abusing drugs, who have mental health issues, who are experimenting sexually themselves, and kids learn from all of this that uh, there are really no ground rules. Well, when there are no ground rules, kids grow up as if they are raised by wolves. Are we raising our kids like wolves here? Are we creating future barbarians? If somebody doesn't bring some sanity to the table and help these kids, that's what they're going to be. We're going to talk more about this and some other subjects when we come back after these messages. This is Linda Harvey here on Mission America Radio on WRFD Radio, the word Columbus. Stay with us and we will be right back following these messages. Don't go away. 
Friends, it's summertime and you know what that means. Sometimes bored and restless kids around the house asking for something to do. Well, here's an idea. How about you take this opportunity to teach them more about a current, very hot topic in our culture? And that's the issues of homosexuality and gender confusion. And the way you can do it is to offer them my book called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality, written especially for youth. It's a great way to reinforce common sense, good health, sound morals, and biblical truth on this issue with your kids. So go to MissionAmerica.com for more information. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to MissionAmerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we're talking today about heartbreaking statistics showing that the identity and practices associated with homosexuality and bisexuality are rising rapidly among our teens. And why in the world is this happening? Well, there are a number of influences in our culture. As you can see, we just finished June. All of June is Pride Month everywhere, even in stores. Signs all over our cities, huge homosexual parades. This is one big reason that kids are being influenced to think that, oh, the adults in our culture have evaluated this behavior, and in our schools, the behavior must be acceptable, and it can't be that bad. And of course, the negative consequences are suppressed. They virtually never hear the other side of the story. So why are kids going down this road? Well, it's obvious from the media, our cities, our businesses, our culture in general, and our schools. Virtually all of them are promoting homosexuality in one way or another and failing to reveal the risks. Well, there is another more specific reason. I've been talking to you quite a bit in the past year about the rapid decline of sex education in our mostly public schools, also charter schools and private schools as well. But it's become so explicit and so graphic that many parents, when they find out, are rising up to the occasion. And that's the good news. It is provoking a citizen's outrage at the local level. There shouldn't probably be much in the way of sex education at all. But if it's there, it should be the absolute based focus that helps kids navigate through all of the graphic sexualization they see in our culture and understand the risks, understand that the only way to avoid pregnancy and sexually transmitted infections is to remain abstinent until marriage, that contraception is there, but it carries no guarantees, and the risks need to not be minimized anymore to kids. So this is called sexual risk avoidance now, instead of simply abstinence education. And what's happened is the Trump administration has diverted money that was going to these more graphic and explicit programs, diverting money away from those 
back to authentic abstinence-only sexual risk avoidance programs. Well, Planned Parenthood is not happy. Planned Parenthood does a lot of things. We know they kill unborn human children and have done so by the millions since Roe v. Wade, but that's not bad enough. They have to ruin the lives of living young people as well, and one of the reasons they do that, probably the biggest reason, is the money they take in for grants to do this. They have sex education programs in place all around the country, some here in Ohio as well. We know that they are in the Columbus Public Schools. We're not exactly sure of the details, and if you have details on that or any other programs, we'd love to hear more about that. We're just getting some information now. But anyway, they're all upset with the Trump administration over diverting the Obama teen pregnancy prevention program federal funds over to uh, much more uh, funding of abstinence-based programs. So they're suing, Planned Parenthood is suing the Trump administration. I talked about this recently on one of my daily commentaries. And by the way, if you are not listening to me on these daily commentaries, they're four minutes long at 1020 a.m. Monday through Friday right here on WRFD. Make sure you do so because I try to keep people up to date with some of the latest news. But anyway, Planned Parenthood is suing them because they're the same old complaint. You think, why would anyone complain about abstinence for our kids? Isn't this the obvious choice? Well, no, not if you're making money off of the sex education programs, but also, much more importantly to Planned Parenthood, they're making money off of teens receiving contraception at their clinics, often without the knowledge of a parent and the abortions those are the that's the biggest money maker for them when the contraception fails the teens come in for the abortion so this is all a scheme to continue to keep their business volume high but also to continue taxpayers funding planned parenthood so they're suing the trump administration several of the planned parenthood affiliates Their claim is that it's unfair that most of these grants will now go toward the lessons that encourage abstinence, the federal grants, and they say that abstinence programs are not based on proven science, and of course theirs are, and as usual, that's a lie. The Comprehensive Sex Education, CSE programs, the type that Planned Parenthood wants to keep putting before our children, the kind that talks about, forgive me folks, I've got to make sure you know this, oral, anal, and vaginal sex being normal and safe even for middle schoolers. Yes, that's the content of these lessons because it's all inclusive now. They have to put all these practices Uh, before kids and normalize them, practices that homosexuals engage in and promiscuous heterosexuals engage in. This starts in about seventh or eighth grade for most of our kids, including in-class condom demonstrations, hands-on, where they learn how to use condoms. And then they tell them where to go to get contraception, and it's usually Planned Parenthood, and where to go to get an abortion after that. And talk about They tell kids about your sexual rights. You have a right to do this. And there's never another side. They never hear another side. Unless parents object and say, sorry, we're not having that type of program in our schools. We're going to emphasize abstinence. And the 
incredible benefits that kids get emotionally, socially, morally, and spiritually. That's usually not covered in a public school, but from waiting, the, the great benefits they get by waiting. Well, there's another aspect to Planned Parenthood's complaint now, and you're going to be hearing more and more of this, but they're finally coming clean and revealing one of their new main talking points, which is what I was just talking about. They are saying kids have a right to this that teens who are already sexually active or those who want to be, they have a right to hear about how to go about this, how to get the contraception, how to get the abortion if you need to, how to clean up the mess, which you can never do. These are heartbreakingly harmful activities, and I, you can't even imagine how any responsible organization or any adults or educators would ever advocate this for children. It can ruin their lives, and it does ruin many lives. But here we are. This is what Planned Parenthood is saying. It's a right for these kids to be sexual. Well, no, it's a right for parents to step in, the adults to do their job, and warn kids and inform kids and love them and protect them. And we need to come against, one more time, the wickedness and evil of Planned Parenthood and all of these pro-abortion, pro-homosexual, evil organizations and the harm they are doing to children in this country. Well, if you want to read more about all of this, and in particular that Centers for Disease Control study talking about the rise in homosexuality, go to our website at missionamerica.com. Just remember, friends, that with God, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.